Welcome to the Foundational Healing Deliverance Prayer Ministry Podcast, where you will learn strategic spiritual warfare and aggressive prayer. If you have questions or comments, call us at 484-218-1683 or email us at fhdprayerministry at gmail.com. Let's get started with the show. Come to you, um, I need the blood of Jesus, God, not for the prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you underneath the blood of Jesus as I read this story about Lot, uh, that the people will retain what I'm trying to say. I'll be our father for you, Father God. I will transfer that fire over to my listeners. I need your blood, Jesus. Your favor and your anointing. As I interpret this story, I'm going to read to the listeners, to the sold out Christian, to the baby Christian, the Bible thumpers, and everyone else in between that loves you, Father God, and wants to get connected and stay connected to your work. So there, my brothers and sisters in Christ, this is Dr. Monica Hanji coming to you with the book of Genesis 13 and 8. Lot makes a choice. We all have choices. And there are some questions that I want you to keep in your mind as I read the story. Tell about the city that was Abraham's first home. Who moved with Abraham? What was the name of the land God promised to Abraham? Why did Lot and Abram's servants quarrel? Why did they do it? How did Abram solve the argument? Did Lot make an unselfish choice? This story is coming from the book of our Genesis 13 and 8. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we are brethren. Some of the people who moved from Babylon after God confused the languages with the city not too far away to the north. These people called their city Ur. You are. The name of the moon God out of their worship. One good man in the city worship the true God, just as Noah had done once upon a time. God did not want this man's family to grow up in such a wicked place. So he appeared to the man whose name was Abram. He told Abram to leave Earth and follow him to a land far away. And this new land, Abram's family will grow and never become a great nation. One day, the land will be theirs. God even promised that the families of the world would be blessed because of Abram's son and his family. Abram did not understand all that God said to him. Already he was getting old and he did not have even one child. How could the world be blessed with his family when he had none? He did not understand that the great blessing to the world that God was speaking of was Jesus Christ. Many, many later, Years ago, Christ was born to um, the very family of which Abram had been a father. This was Abram's family gave all over the world a blessing by giving them a savior. Although Abram did not understand all that God told him, he obeyed through faith. This means that he obeyed God and believed God and what he said, even though he could not Yet see the new land or his large family or the blessings to come. He just knew that God would keep his promise. Abram had no children, but he actually didn't have a family to move with him to the new land. He had his wife, Sarah, and his father, Terah, and Lot, the son of Abram's brother, who had died. Now they had come to live with his uncle, Abram, since he had no father. Besides these, there were many servants who tended to Abram's flock. All of them packed their belongings and left earth with Abram. As they journeyed along, they would watch for streams of water. 
when they found one, they would pitch their tent homes and let the animals enjoy the water for a while. At the one place called Helen, they stayed for a long time. Perhaps Teller was too old and time to go any further because we know that he died there. David was very sad. And he gathered the rest of his family together and they began to travel slowly once more toward a strange land of which God has spoken. After a long journey, Abel reached the land of the Canaanites or Canaanites. It was near a great sea and had sloping hills and grass, perfect for cattle and sheep and grazing. The Canaanites had built some cities in their land, but Abel continued to live on the open fields in his tent. And he was setting up his tent near the old tree. God appeared to him again and told him that this was the land that would be his. Living and trusting in God, Abram built an altar there and worshipped. Except for a little time that he spent in Egypt when food for the cattle was scared, Abram continued to live in Canaan. The number of the cattle and she grew and he gained much silver and gold as well. He became a very rich man. By this time, Lot had grown up, and he had owned many flocks and herds too. Between them, there were more tents and sheep and cattle than one spot of land could hold. Because they were so crowded, it was natural that both Abram's and Lot's servants would try to get the best land and most water for his own master's cattle. These herd men began quarreling and arguing over the grazing land until news of it reached Abram. When Abram heard about the trouble, he understood right away what a problem the men were having. There were too many animals to feed on the land of that place. He went to Lot and said, There should be no quarreling between you and me. I'm between our person because we all are the same family. Is there not enough room to for all of us to live at peace? Let us separate. Which if whichever direction you choose to settle in, I will go the other way. As Adam spoke, Lot took and looked out of the land stretched before him. On one side he saw the green valley through which the Jordan River flowed. That is the land I must have for my out, he thought, selfishly to himself. Actually, all the land had been promised to Abraham by God. But Abram was kind enough and so willing to agree that he gave Lot his first choice. Lot gathered his servants and flocks together and moved toward the Jordan Valley, confident that he would grow richer and more successful there. But before Abram turned the other direction, where the land was not quite so good, God spoke to him, Look. For the place where you are standing toward any direction, east, west, north, and south, all the same is going to be yours someday, and it will belong to your children as well. Again, Abram, get to believe God by faith, because he still had no children. But he did trust God. And when he came to a phone call, a place called Hebron, and pitched his tents under the oak trees there, he worshiped God with a sacrifice. God has something to offer you as well. But God is needing complete obedience. So obedience and some sacrificing from you. 
he sacrificed his son, Jesus Christ, for you. What are you doing to show appreciation back to him? But, uh, God said, I, I pick you. Well, God, when you look in the mirror, God has put you also. And you can do four more bad things than what the generation did 30 years ago. You get out and do that with God. And God's not going to bless no mess. God will put you with the right people and grow through some bad. There's this man called Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he did one thing left. And then it grew. He did his chicken right. Then it grew to biscuits and then french fries. Well, God wants you to do one thing right. He wants you sacrificing you going to the strip club, drinking all that liquor, going to the gambling casino, anything that that's not lined up to God's word. He wants you to do something right and sacrifice that time and read the Bible. Sacrifice that time and attend church. God wants you to do a sacrifice of obedience. So it's not the fact that you attend church and you feel doing those things of sin. I want you to give it up. And give me more of your time. And then I'm going to show you how I appreciate you magnifying my holy name. I'm going to make your name good because you have benefited me. I did not fade away in your life, so I'm not going to fade away in your life. And then our God is just God. I'm going to team you up with people and I want you to get along with them. And I have something just for you. Says God. That's what he said to Abraham. And it's going to be just for you. Underneath the blood of Jesus. Let us not abort it. It's going to be from the north, the south, and the east, and west. Just keep glorifying God. Now look at what the next person is doing. And if it won't be obedient to no sacrifice could have been 15 years ago. You have to be in a matter of 100 You do not know. But underneath the blood of Jesus is with prayer. With excellent diet. These things will happen for you. You are paving the way for the next generation. And it's all that's going on inside the mind. The mind is the battlefield where self-control can go and take over. And take notice. And you need to learn your appetite. And that's keeping their head strong and keeping their mind strong. And that's why I want to come to you talking to you about the brain. <laughs> and how it works. How the brain works. And God created you. He created Abel, Enoch, Job. He created everyone that is in the Bible. But He created you also. He left these stories for you, for a legacy for you to capitalize on what they've done, okay? On a positive note. So if that His protection is removed, God will know it. But your soul will resolve. He knows that you love him. God gave you things you are taken away. He's shown you with the hurricanes and the tornadoes in all reality. But he is the blesser. But he can give you twenty million in one year or he can give you twenty dollars a day. Just see what you want to do with it, what you're going to do with it. And you just Ask God to get into your heart and to get into your mind. You have your mind made up. 
And so you cannot get in in control of the can't control your finances, your spouse, your education, your health, because you have given all of to God. Your health, everything, with obedience and sacrifice. And you will not be begging for bread. And I want to talk to you about a little introduction about how the brain works. Do you know where in the brain you can find your hippocampus and what is its function? Do you know what happens in the brain when we laugh? Do you know how our times is different from other dementors? It's how our brain works. And the psychology of the brain through its processes such as what happens in the brain while we sleep and our traumas, our diseases, and psychological conditions. Uh, we have our blood vessels in the head cell. What's going on when somebody has a stroke from how the brain processes ranges through dioxin, meninges, and from anorexia, nervosia, to postnatal depression. How the brain works is in a way that sometimes we can understand it all, and other of us, other us cannot understand it. It is something that can be diagnosed. It's a process. And it's a guide that we must learn through reading, living. I'm going to elaborate more on the, uh, the brain functions, our thoughts. Give a little introduction on it to where the human mind can understand it. Without a functioning brain and nervous system, we could be unable to walk, talk, read, or communicate. Our emotions, our creativity, and our ability to reason are all controlled by the complex network of cells that make up the brain and which communicate constantly with each other and with other systems and structures within the body. In short, the brain and nervous system are what makes of functioning human beings. It's a complex structure. The brain is a control center of the nervous system. It receives messages through the body, peripheral nerves. You see, you have the spinal cord and the processing information before. For example, telling your eye to blink, your foot to move, or your blood to empty. Each area of the brain has a different function. The cerebrum, the outer part that almost fills the entire skull, deals with language and our consciousness of self as the cerebrum, tucked under the cerebrum, ensures the movement are uh, coordinated and balanced. Deep within the brain sits the lymphic system, an important collection of structures whose functions are not completely understood, but which we uh, know are involved with primitive instincts such as fear, emotions, and memory. Now, when something goes wrong, and complex machines are susceptible to malfunction or damage, and the brain is not an exception, despite being protected by a bony crash helmet, the skull. The brain is vulnerable to trauma. The head injuries can be devastating, especially in children. Damage to brain tissues, such as they caused by the development of tumors, or early degeneration of nerve cells, cause the symptoms depending on the area of the brain that is affected. A stroke, which cuts off the blood supply to brain tissue. It's not uncommon in the elders. It can lead to weakness in the limbs and even paralysis. Fortunately, early recognition of the symptoms has led to more 
Tamilized Standing Treatment and Specialist Centers. And the outlook for stroke is improvement. Some results are evident and but in our life long conditions, for instance, the cerebral palsy, the brain is stored as vital oxygen, affecting movement and speech. And in Down syndrome, children are born with a range of physical and mental symptoms caused by genetic abnormality. Other conditions are particularly associated with older age, Alzheimer's disease, and becoming increasingly common as the world's population ages. Any Parkinson's disease primarily affects people over the age of 50. Coping with mental illness, one, and four of us will experience mental illness in our lifetime. A familiar but unsettling statistic, the experience can range from stress-related illness to depression or schizophrenia. Mental illness can affect basic human functions such as eating, for example, anorexia, nervosia, or bulimia, or can affect people at particular times of their lives, such as after having a baby, medication, and taking therapies or a cornerstone of treatment, and these will be tailored for and to each individual. Looking inside the brain, one system developed that, that may indicate a brain disorder. It is vital that doctors are able to visualize brain tissue, measure electrical activity within the cells, and access nerve function. Symptoms and neurological diseases are often varied and process authority are the indicated number of potential diagnoses. Technologically advances over the last 50 years have meant that we can now see brain tissue in many detail using non-invasive investigations such as computer tomography, magnetic resonance imaging, or PET scanning. These techniques have transferred diagnostic abilities, progress in diagnosing and treating neurological disorders. A better understanding of the brain and how it works means that people have a better chance than ever of a cure of normal life expenses. A normal life expectancy. And so basically, just to stop things up, our brain has cells and organs in there. And it controls our eye vision, our taste, what we look at. It's uh, less than four pounds. But it's a pound of dynamite without it, well, abnormal. The brain is a part of the central nervous system that lies inside the skull. It controls many body functions, including our heart rate, the ability to walk and run, and the creation of our thoughts and emotions. So I want to uh, read a story to you about you, about how God can use you, how God wants to use you, but God needs you. He already knows you don't have a hospital diploma. You didn't been through a divorce. He already knows you had a bankruptcy. You have your health and your strength and your heart. You've been through all that other things in life, so can you turn to God? You want to be the sold out Christian, and he's going to be furnished everything. Service came back to you, and financial restitution came back to you. Your health is. But have a wife, a home. You're going to be there for the next 120 years of your life. But my prayers to you are different than you talking to God yourself. He wants intimacy with you. And he wants you keeping your heart strong and staying in the Bible, staying in the church house, making God a lifestyle. And outside of the Bible, enhance what 
you know, Adam and Eve did over 100 years ago, but that's what happened then. If you're still struggling with your past, God's going to leave you back there drowning. But if you want to move forward to 2020, he's there with you, waiting on you. He's right, he's just, he's right there, pulling you in. Elevate that mind. Go to a different zip code. Walk somewhere for not just 10 miles, but that's 25, 30 miles. Get on the bus and just go through and just get lost. Keep that mind. It's a terrible thing to waste. You have like telling God that, hey, you don't want nothing to think with. They once got different lengths. Some of us are physically capable. Some of us got personality that pops. God's going to use us in different areas all the time. Thank you very much. I hope that this is something that's necessary and blessing to your life. You realize it every day. I don't need the blood of Jesus. I come to you giving you much favor, wisdom, guidance, and direction. I hedge protection over you. The right people in your life and the wrong people out of your life. And Jesus Christ, then I pray for you. Amen and amen. 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 Um, Dr. Monica, before you go, let me drop. Um, hold on. Awesome. Awesome. Am I clear, Dr. Thank Monica? You. Do you hear me clearly? Uh, I can hear you now, yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, such a blessing. Um, such a timely word thank you so much um i know that the listeners are going to want to know a little bit uh not to maybe if we can have five more minutes of your time um so unless i mean don't reveal what don't reveal that which you have patent or will be uh patenting you know but uh what is your plan between the Christian per se and helping them understand and or I guess cure certain areas of their brain basically I, I feel like since people are in the body of Christ it would be a sense of peace with them I deal with clients that if they're in the Bible instead of taking 100 or 1000 milligrams or kilograms of this medicine of that medicine if you pray and read the bible from the book of genesis to the book of revelation whichever one god leads you to that that's my antidote and that's my hospital visit to someone that with the bible is going to cure the brain god yes he did place dr Sinner on his earth for a reason but i work at a facility for uh three licensed neurologists Two of them are in the feds, and one is running from the feds. Because I had to look at these uh, clients, and their adrenaline was falling. And the affluent and the effluent, um, it wasn't lining up. Or something was going on with the antigens and the antibodies. And I was able to look at them and look at their medical reports. And I went back to the Bible. I prayed. I drank some water. I said, God, give me the guidance. And we had to get rid of the neurologist because these kilograms are not equal up to healing okay um after well, they have me sleep like that why don't you sleep and let's do some gospel music and my uh, my philosophy on that is make god a lifestyle place them in your car place them in the hospital bed you hear that healing music is more this license here i just want to heal you other than the medication is damaging a cell over here 
So once it's gone, you can't use it anymore. Yes, God can work with what he has, but what are you giving him to work with? Is it on a spiritual note or is it something that man has brought in? And that's where the cure is not happening because you're not allowing God to do it. Yeah. And so that's the reason why I really I, um, concentrate so much on getting in the Bible because so you'll have that discerning spirit and when they tell you that you need these little telegrams here and this over there, you can say, uh, hold off, let me look into this and me look at your other clients and we do a background on you to see if this is what God wants me to have. Understand. <laughs> so I mentally understand the secret sauce without the sauce, but I understand. I understand. Um, let's see. There's one more question. I know, I mean, we're Facebook friends, so that's, you know, we're friends in general, but I mean, we do know that like your social media, some of your platforms are uh, under construction. How uh, can the audience contact you uh, if they have questions in regards to like their own um, maybe mental instabilities, depressions, and whatever sort. Um, you know your work better than I do, but how can you be contacted? Okay, yes. If you want to talk to me on the phone like we're discussing, uh, you can call me at 713 um, if you don't want to verbally talk to me, uh, you can download Duo or you can download, uh, download WhatsApp. I socialize with people there. Uh, I also talk to people on Messenger and also on Facebook. So, because um, a lot of people, they want to look into my eyes when they're talking to me. So, that's the reason why I will say you can download Duo or WhatsApp. Or once again, you can call me at 713 Amen. And I think you have what is the two available products? What's their names? If I'm right, if only they want to. If it's however personal you want to come with me, then that's what you would do. But if you are uh, going through something and you just want the spirit to lead you, you don't know what you're anything, I'm going to be respectful to that as well. And you do have products as well, or a product, something, or is that? <laughs> In the works. Uh, uh, yes, I do have uh, a product in the works. I'm basically, I'm just um, renewing my license with it. It's my advanced brain technology that I do. Um, it's for my newer junior radio uh, students that I have. And it's also for the ones that were uh, ADHD. Uh, when I talk to their mothers, they say that they just wouldn't pay attention to them. And they, uh, they're people that are older, age of 35 and 45 years old, but they mentally, they are in third grade. I said, that will, we're going to get back to the sentence. But I don't know my God like that. You don't know, you're on a third grade level today. But let me work with you. And we're going to get you, we're going to escalate that mind. We're going to get into that mind through God. We're going to get into that mind. And um, I will spend more time with them. Um, many of them, if they're in Texas, it's something you gravitate to them, or if they're in Oklahoma. But if they are like somewhere in uh, another country, or I saw my clients in the world there in the East Coast of California, I can talk to them on duo and we can operate that way. So I was, that's usually I have so many different ways of communicating with people so that nothing will be attacked from them that God is trying to put in their morning on them. Amen. And one more thing, uh, your contact number, and you can close us out in prayer. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, 
my companions and brother Jesus, thanking you for this day, thanking you for our health and our strength. We're not in the hospital. We're not laying on our backs, Father God. We want to thank you, dear Heavenly Father God, for sacrificing your son, Jesus Christ, leaving the Holy Bible, a book of instructions before we leave life, and showing us and teaching us, Father God, how we can have heaven right here while we're living here. For the 80 years we're going to be here, or the 180 years we're going to live here, we thank you for this day. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father God. Amen. Amen. This is FHDPM, Prayer Ministry, People of God. Be blessed. Especially when losing all my friends 